Welcome to God, the Bible, and Spiritual Things Explained, where you get insight surrounding God, the Bible, and spiritual things that you may or may not have heard before. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, God's Child. Today's Right Now word is asked for discernment. Just what is discernment? It's the ability to perceive the truth of what is by the Spirit of God concerning people, situations, and things. You're able to identify what's of God and what ain't, what's good and what's evil. In other words, you can see beyond what's simply seen, heard, and done in the natural, just like Jesus, who in John 14, 12 said, we could do the same things he did and greater, the same way he emulated his Father who knows all and is true. And it starts with knowing God. And how do we get to know him? Through our experiences and the Word of God. For how can we do the same things Jesus did, like discerning what really is, if we haven't first believed him and learned about what he did? And how do we learn about what he did? By studying in the Bible, the Word of God. Knowing the Word of God is so important. Yeah, the majority of people who call themselves Christian, who profess to know God, have not even read the whole Word of God. Some of them haven't even read one word in a book. <laughs> I'm just saying, for different reasons. But in order to have that top-notch discernment that can just slay the enemy when he bring a falsehood, we need to know the Word of God. We got to have it in us. A lot of the things that go on in the world today, the answers can be found in the Word of God. God has an answer for everything for us. But if we don't take the time to go into the Word, to build ourselves up on it, then we're not going to have that knowledge to be able to distinguish between what is of God and what ain't of God. And in Hebrews 5 verses 12 through 14, it says, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you have need again for someone to teach you the elementary principles of the actual words of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unacquainted with the word of righteousness, for he's an infant. But solid food is for the mature who, because of practice, have their senses trained to distinguish between good and evil. Those mature ones who are on that solid food, who have left that baby Similac, are the ones who have gotten into the word, who have gone past the basics. And because they have been operating in that word, they have that word in them. They have studied to show themselves approved. They've moved beyond those simple little things that we were taught. And because of practice, now walking in that truth, having that word in them, they've trained their senses so much that they're able to distinguish between good and 
evil. The enemy can not fool them so easily. Okay? So you need to have the word of God in you and know the word of God if you want to know more about God. And then you can build up that discernment, have something for your discernment to go off of so you can distinguish between what's God and what ain't. was a sharpshooter when it came to discernment. An example would be with Peter. Yeah, good old Peter. Some of y'all might know him as Cousin Peter. <laughs> but anyway, let's go to Matthew chapter 16 and there we find two instances with Peter where Jesus is able to discern the things that he said, whether they were of his father or were they of that other side. And in verses 13 through 17, Jesus asked the disciples, who do men say that I am? And they tell him, then he said, who you say I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, but my father who is in heaven. So there, Jesus discerned that what Simon said was of his father it came from his father then we move down a few more verses uh down in that chapter to verses 21 through 23 and there jesus is telling the disciples what's gonna happen that he gonna suffer a whole lot and he gonna be killed but he gonna be raised again and peter was all up in his feelings and peter was like lord god no 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 forbid it lord this shall never happen to you can you imagine he rebuking jesus jesus the truth the one who he just said was the christ the son of the living god so basically he was almost saying jesus you a lie that ain't gonna happen but listen to this jesus turned and said to peter Get behind me, Satan. You a stumbling block to me. For you're not setting your mind on God's purposes, but men's. So right there, Jesus was able to discern that what he said wasn't of God, okay? (laughs) It was from that other one. Satan, all right? And when you read the word like you're supposed to, Then you know that Jesus has some gritty old church leaders after him. I I mean, Pharisees and scribes, okay, back back then is what they they would call them. But anyway, they was always trying to get at Jesus. And one example comes from John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11, which reads, But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives early in the morning. He came again into the temple area, and all the people were coming to him. And he sat down and began teaching them. Now, the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in the act of adultery. And after placing her in the center of the courtyard, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now, in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. What then do you say? Now, they were saying this to test him so that they might have grounds for accusing him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground. 
when they persisted in asking him, he straightened up and said to them, He who is without sin among you, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. Now, when they heard this, they began leaving one by one, beginning with the older ones, and he was left alone, and the woman where she was, in the center of the courtyard. And straightening up, Jesus said to her, Woman, where are they? Did no one condemn you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, I don't condemn you either. Go. From now on, don't sin any longer. You see right there? Jesus discerned that when they brought this woman to him, it wasn't really about this woman. They was trying to catch Jesus so they could accuse him. Oh, scallywags. <laughs> but Jesus, who discerned what really was up, he didn't even answer their question. He said he stooped down and wrote in the ground. He didn't say a word to him. But they kept on asking like the scallywags they was. And so he finally got up and he said, hold up, wait a minute. First of one of y'all that ain't committed no sin, you cast the first stone. And you know what? They couldn't do it because they know they had sin. Stone with them older ones who've been on this earth a long time. Now, you know they done sinned some. <laughs> it didn't matter that they was church, 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 I mean, Pharisees and scribes, okay? But uh, we got some today in the church. The, the ones that's leading the church, they commit sins and they point out everybody else's sin. But behind them close the doors where they think can't nobody see. Woo, child, God know everything. But when you have discernment, you'll even be able to know what they doing in today's world. I know I have. There's a plenty of them. Oh, scallywags, committing adultery and doing some of everything else. But. Here's an example right here, like I said, of Jesus being able to use his discernment to recognize what's of God and what's not of God. Because their purpose was not really to support God's truth. As they said, we go into the law, what Moses has said, what should we do with this woman? What they really want to do, what their true intent was, was to catch Jesus saying something against the old law so they could accuse him and take him into custody. Mm-hmm, child. child that makes me remember this one ministry that I was a part of years ago and God had told me it was time for me to leave well I had told them and they was just convinced that they weren't gonna let me go okay so they told me to come in for this meeting and child if they have it set up like it was a job experience with job friends and then the young the younger uh, man that came along with the friends child but it wasn't working and the leader was listening in the other side of the room as the ones that she set up to talk to me to, to convince me to stay there were not being successful and I guess she was getting mad because she sent one of her others that do her bidding to come in and to stop it and for me to come over to her office well when I went over to her office the two I guess that she would consider the most trusted was in there and so first of all when they started talking to me telling me that if um God had told me to leave 
then I think that God would have told her first because she was the leader and everything. And I'm just listening because I know what God done said. I don't care what y'all saying or what he told you, what he ain't told you. But I know what God let me know. And I know God when he is speaking, all right? Well, I was still like, you know, I'm I'm leaving. Well, they was trying to give me alternatives and other stuff like this. But I was set on what God had told me. Well, one of the things they was doing while I was in there is trying to puff my head up. They were saying stuff like, you haven't sinned. You haven't done anything wrong. Now, I know in the word of God, it tells us that all have falling short of the glory of God so we all and see ain't nobody perfect except for Jesus Yeshua Hamashiach so I'm knowing with my discernment and knowing the word of God that what they saying is a lie because I'm like hold on you talking about I ain't seeing I ain't I know I done seen <laughs> but I knew what they was doing they weren't doing that out of truth they were doing that because they wanted to keep me there by any means necessary and therefore they were using flattery to try to puff my head up like I said that oh you haven't seen now I'm knowing I seen I know the truth <laughs> okay and because I refused to go along with what they wanted me to which was to let my head be puffed up so that they could get me to stay there and I continue to stick with what God had told me which was I was leaving then immediately they turned and her child became like some vipers and it was like mm-hmm, yeah you done seen uh-huh you done seen they start numbering them and everything but anyway I didn't even got to get into all that but discernment will help you to distinguish between what is of God and what ain't of God and what they were trying to do using that flattery was not of God because first of all they were lying on God when strictly his word says that we've all fallen short of the glory of God which means that we've all sinned so knowing that word of God like I said gives you that top-notch discernment where you can distinguish between what is good what is evil what is of God and what ain't and I knew what they were saying was not of God at all child you better get you some discernment ask for that discernment if you ain't got it with the craziness of this world Filled with many lies, Satan has so many blinders from the truth he wants to hide. And the only way that we can sift it out to not be fooled altogether is to come before you standing humbly, Father, we asking because we need to get this from you. What we're asking for is discernment To know the real from the fake Straight out the gate What we're asking for is discernment To get the view behind the scenes Discernment is what we need So if you don't have discernment, child, go ahead and ask God for it so you can see beyond what's simply seen, heard, and done in the natural, just like Jesus did. But don't just take my word for it. 
I encourage you to do your own study, pray, and read the Bible so you can know that you know that you know. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in order to receive eternal salvation but would like to, according to Romans chapter 10 verse 9, all you have to do is confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Want a little help with that? Repeat this simple prayer after me. Lord God, forgive me for my sins. I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose again so that I may have eternal life in you. So I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Amen. It's as simple as that. Now you're part of the family of God. Wherever you are, find a local church or a group of believers that can help and support you on your new journey in your new life in Christ Jesus. Many blessings to you as you walk in who God created you to be, doing what he blessed and equipped you to do. You are God's child. Want to bless or show support for God, the Bible, and spiritual things explained? Well, you're welcome to send a financial gift to Cash App using cash tag G-T-B-S-T-E. You're also invited to pick up a little inspired merch from our store at Zazzle.com forward slash store forward slash G T B S T E. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast with other listeners. Thank you in advance and God bless you as he blesses those who bless his children. Catch you another time, another day, another episode for God, the Bible and spiritual things explained. Thank <laughs> you.